podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boys. Come on, boys. The boys are back, and for the first time since I think the January QA episode, uh, I have a co-host, and his name is Twitterless Grant. Grant, how have you been? How's how's the month of February been for you? It's been good. Uh it's been really cold. I'm ready for the cold to go away. Um, but other than that, just inching closer to having a baby and trying to get all of our affairs in order. Um, so it's been crazy, but I like that there's some warm weather on the horizon and uh, the cat's got to win. So it's crazy. It's yeah, been the a cat- 24 hours. Yeah, the, the cats did get a win. And uh, I, I think we'll just kind of talk about that game up front for a little bit. Um, besides, you know, baby countdown. We, honestly, you're not on Twitter anymore, so it doesn't matter. But I, I should have started a uh, like Grant KSU Bosco baby countdown hashtag or some shit like that. But of course, you're not on Twitter, so it doesn't really matter. For now, I'm not. You know, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you devising a plan? Maybe. Actually, once you move, if if everything's connected to IP addresses and locations and all that type of stuff. Once you move, because I, I assume the plane still is to move this summer, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so. uh, probably Lawrence. Uh, we don't really have a spot picked out yet, but uh, yeah, move. So once I get a new IP address, maybe I can sneak my way back in. Yeah. I don't actually like, know how IP addresses work. I don't know if it's like, based on I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe if you move, you might be able to get back on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. Um, eventually, I'm going to have a VPN. So... When I do that, I might sign back up, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I like not having it. It's nice uh, not seeing, like, terrible news all day. So, I don't know. Keeps I mean, me uh, keeps me doing other things that are more productive. Like, yeah, I didn't realize – I mean, you do realize how much time you fucking waste on that app, but, Jesus, now that I've actually, like, technically been officially off, yeah, the time I waste on there is kind of sickening. What's like your default thing? Like instead of scrolling Twitter, that's like my default. Like yeah. what's, what's your new default? I don't really, that's funny. Cause you do like when I was off immediately, like you, I find myself just like, scroll, like swiping at nothing. It's just like, what the hell am I doing? Or I'll look at like, I don't do this anymore because it's like, there's nothing on there, but initially you'd, I'd go to Instagram and just like swipe through, but I would literally look through the same shit over and over, put my phone down two seconds later, pick it up and look through the same shit over and over again. It's like, okay, I got a fucking problem. Although I am kind of into TikTok now. Um, oh no, you're a TikTok boy. I'm never going to, I'm never going to make a TikTok, but like, man, they really figured it out. They, they know exactly like that shit is set up so perfectly for your brain. It's just like a, injecting a drug every 10 seconds. It's a great, it's great. I was on TikTok, like just watching stuff for like maybe a month or two. And there was one night, like I was just like getting ready to go to bed. And I was laying down 
I started scrolling. The next thing I knew it was like one thirty. I deleted yeah. it off my phone. I was just like, it's no, bad, dude. no, it, yeah, you, they did. They have the algorithm figured out. So it's, it's it sucks you in to a black hole and it's hard to get out of. Dude, social media is scary. It is. Bad. I, I freaking, it's wild. Um, you know, but just real talk. Do you know what isn't scary? Um. Uh, one of our sponsors, maybe? Yep, betonline.ag. I tell you what, they are not scary. And while football might be done for now, which makes me sad, they have basketball. They have soccer. I mean, and real real, real quick, our buddy Derek Young over at Rivals, first I think he got into soccer just because it was so easy to wager over at betonline.ag for live lines, different props, and all that type of stuff. Now he just loves watching soccer. So if, if you're a soccer hater – what I'm going to tell you to do is get over to betonline.ag today. Next weekend, when you wake up, find a game on TV, put a wager on it. I guarantee you are going to love soccer after that. If you use promo code armchair, you're getting a 50% deposit bonus over there, and you're going to start getting to increase all of that sweet, sweet bankroll before college basketball also our next sponsor you probably saw us tweeting a little bit about or at least me the facade's over since you're not on twitter it's me tweeting from the bosco's boys account uh ebay sneakers and if you want a time killer grant i don't know if you've spent time over there yet i spent probably 45 minutes looking at all these different pairs of purple nikes over at ebay.com slash sneakers Taylor Bratt is going to like, we probably shouldn't tell him about that website because all of a sudden, like he's like $500 purple air force ones. Like I'm pretty sure Taylor would buy them. Oh, no doubt about it. He's always looking for some sort of purple shoe to add to his repertoire. So maybe we should keep it on the hush. Beep this part out. Yeah. Taylor, if you're listening, don't go to ebay.com slash sneakers. Cause I don't want you to spend all your money, but for real, anything over a hundred dollars, they have the eBay verification authenticity guarantee a third party authenticator. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but they're going to look at the shoes, make sure that it's the real deal. Also, if you are a seller, if you sell a pair of shoes for over a hundred bucks, you keep 100% of the profits. There is no fee. Other sneaker resellers, take a fee of almost 25%. So get over to ebay.com slash sneakers today for dead stock or for all the latest new releases. It is the spot to get your shoes. All right. So let's talk about that TCU game. How much fun was it just to win? I mean, I, mean, I had so much fun. This is like one of a few, one of the like five games I've watched all year. So like my record's actually pretty good when we watch. So um, maybe – I should turn the game on a few a few more times this year. Um, it was great. I was only able to really catch the second half, but um, it's got to at least just feel so good for them to break a fucking 13-game losing streak. That's got to be absolutely terrible for any team to go through, let alone a bunch of kids. So I was happy to just see them get that monkey off their back so maybe they can take a deep breath and have some confidence going forward. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I think that a lot of folks are uh, – there are some folks who were trying to hate on people just having fun watching that game. It, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Davion Bradford, Nigel Pack, both are fun to watch. Something Miguel had one of the best games he's had in, like, like way too long. Uh, Mikey McGurl, I mean, and you feel bad for Mike McGurl, everything he's gone through. That was one of the best games of his career. If you look at efficiency-wise, he was distributing the ball, he was getting rebounds. 
that was so much fun. And it, it makes me really wish that maybe they figured it out a little earlier because I mean, you can see some of the pieces there. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to try to make this out to be something. I mean, TCU sucks. They suck. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to make it out to be something that's not, but I mean, you've seen it recently, you know, they played Texas tight. They, they played uh, Texas tech real close. Probably could have, should have gotten one of those games. And now you got the second win. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm grasping at straws, but I have a lot of fun watching some of these kids play. I agree. I mean, and it's refreshing to have fun watching them play instead of just uh, gritting your teeth through a game and uh, knowing that it's basically a foregone conclusion that you're probably going to lose. Um, and yeah, the reality is we're not going to use this as some sort of launch pad to do anything with our season. Our season's been long gone for a month, maybe more, definitely more. Um, but it's nice to see. And when you're this bad, when there's nothing really to tangibly look for in terms of like, what can we do with our season? Like our season is gone. You can watch the game with a different eye and you can look at different things and like, okay, how, how is this per specific player progressing? What do I want to see out of him in this game? So it's fun to be able to do that, but it's also much more fun when you can do that. And then also actually fucking win the game. Yeah, for sure. And every 14 games. Yeah. And, and we'll get into the questions here for a little bit, but uh, I, I think I've been, I've been at least on the show, I've been trying to bring up whispers and stuff that I've heard surrounding the basketball program for a while. I think maybe at the beginning of the month, I was thinking, all right, from what I'm hearing, there's no way Bruce is back. I think last week I said, eh, it might not be a done deal from what I'm hearing. Something drastically is going to have to change either at the administration level or at the donor class level for Bruce not to be back. So at least in my head, when I accept and I'm just kind of working under the assumption, okay, uh, Bruce is coming back. The coaches have been told they're going to come back. The players know he's going to come back. Um, it it kind of makes it a little easier to just kind of take a deep breath and then really be able to cherry pick what makes you happy. Again, I've, I've been in the shoes of the burn it down people before we've talked about this on the show a ton um i see the people on twitter who are in message boards who are saying it was just one win why are you people like acting like this like i i get it i'm not telling them their feelings are invalid but when you accept that in all likelihood bruce is going to come back and in the off season we can argue the merits of it that's fine but but when it when it's going to happen, when you kind of accept it, it just really makes yesterday even more fun and then being able to goof around in group chats and talk about, okay, you know, 2023, we're going to win the Big 12 tournament again. Just kind of just enjoy sports because, again, you know, it's supposed to be fun. And I, I think kind of accepting he's going to come back and then getting that win makes it a lot of fun for the folks who are willing to have fun. Yeah, and it's like, listen, we haven't won a game in 13 games. Like – how are you going to tell people not to have some semblance of joy from watching a game, watching us win our first game in how long since December? Yeah. December, I like mean, 29th. Like, I don't think anyone has to explain themselves, um, you know, enjoying a, a, a very rare victory this season. So I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. Um, I feel, feel good for the kids feel decent for Bruce. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, and then w- one other thing, uh, since you're not on Twitter, you didn't see this. 
So yeah. And, and again, they, I, this is how, why I'd never be able to step off Twitter, but uh, Bruce said in his post-game press conference, I think it might've been Kellis who tweeted it out that in the pre-game like conversation in the locker room on the whiteboard, he didn't drop plays or anything. He just put a bunch of smiley faces because he wanted the kids that like have fun playing the game. When he, when he said that I, and I saw a tweet, I was like, screw it. I want Bruce Weber to be the coach forever. I love that. I love how he cares about these kids, you know, his livelihoods on the line. He's just trying to make sure that they're having fun playing basketball. Well, he's getting just strung up by some people. One person who we're both friends with it will remain unnamed. He melted down super hard uh, when he saw that quote. So what's your quote initially when you hear Bruce Weber, he's just saying, no, I'm putting smiley faces up on the whiteboard before the game. I think that's fine. I like that a lot. I mean, how far are we into the season? We played 22, 23 games. Um, listen, I mean, clearly they've been prepping for TCU all week. Um, they know – they've gone through drills. They've gone through strategy. They've prepped for TCU the, the entire week. I think, you know, who fucking cares? That is, like, kind of the point of the game. I mean, obviously the point of the game is winning, especially at this level, but – when you're 13 game losing skid. Um, yeah, I think it's, that's like a, that's like a decent chess move, I think from Bruce. And I think that's, that's the psychological part of coaching that sometimes you have to tap into and who knows if that's why we won the game. I mean, TC is fucking shit, but part of the game so much is like enjoying yourself. And if you're not, if you're not going to fucking play well, you're not going to hit those open shots. So loosen up play with a smile. I love it. I think it's funny. I mean, who fucking cares? It's we're five and 17. Like why melt down over that? I mean, I, I like agree. It. I, I, agree. I, and again, I've, I've come full cir- circle. Some of the stuff Bruce says, I, I, I used to roll my eyes on now. I just kind of accept it and I love it. And I just, I don't know. I think there's a reason why these kids haven't given up on the season. They haven't mailed it in. And I think it's because of stupid shit like that. People can disagree with me, but I think there's a reason why this group, continues to play hard and give it their all um and i think it's because bruce does stuff like that so that's I mean, my shit, take we sat in a room with bruce and talked to him for 30 to 45 minutes and it's very clear that he's a kind of a bubbly likable like dad figure so i can understand well it, it could go both ways though because like he's also had a lot of players kind of quit on him so <laughs> but luckily this year they seem to be still fighting that, that, that's true. And, and honestly, Bruce Weber's personality is kind of like an all in all out type of thing. Like yeah. if you, if you like are on board with it, and if you're cool with it, you, you'll fight for that guy. Like for the moment, or like all, all the way, if you don't, you're going to kind of see like Cartier Jada who zones out. You see Marcus Foster basically give him the double bird and never listen to him ever again. So it, it does go both ways, but at least these guys, I, I think they really are all in with it. Yeah, I would agree. And hopefully they can stay together as a core because they would, they have potential. No, I agree with you. All right. So we're going to get into the reason for the season. We're going to do our uh, February ask Bosco questions. We're going to start off with two that just missed the cutoff back in January. Then we have a handful of questions. Things are pretty doom and gloom in the ask questions. Cause I asked for the questions uh, early in the week, right after we lost, um, the recruit out to Oklahoma state, the defensive end. So, you know, people were taking everything very rationally. 
they weren't overly emotional or anything like that. So let's just get into it. Um, this one is from Life of Mama Fitz. This is one, the first two are from January. He asked, at a bar, someone orders shots. It's just assumed that that person is paying for those shots, right? Sounds like he had a bad, uh, <laughs> something bad happened to him at a bar where someone ordered shots and then he, and he had to pay for it. Uh, yeah, 100%. If you order a shot, a round of shots of people, you're fucking paying for them. Yeah. Out. I hope. I hope you didn't I, screw it over. Like I, get, I hate shots. I get I, fucking livid when people order a shot for me. It's like, do not fucking order me a shot. Like, Thank I'll take it once it shows up, but I don't want that shit. I don't either. No, it pisses me off. I Real talk, from, from the moment you, like, from age 22 on, how many times in your life have you actually been like, I want to take a shot? Uh... Well, lately I've had a little bit of resurgence of taking shots, but it's only because their efficiency. And it's like, all right, let's turn up a little bit quickly. So let's do a couple shots and you don't get us full, but it's like never in a bar. And my, I've never taken shots in bars, taking bombs in bars. Um, and I especially get very testy if people fucking order me shots and expect me to take it because it's always some terrible shot too it's like oh here's like the cheapest tequila here you go i don't fucking want that it's poison i hate it yeah i i i honestly probably think the last time i was like yes let's do shots might have been that nashville trip after like day drinking vodka waters like at uh fgl house that was fun and then i was, that was up like time. six hours later so it makes sense <laughs> Uh, C. Schmidling asks, uh, people complain about the lack of parity in college football. What would you do to fix it? Should the NCAA consider reducing the amount of scholarship players on a roster to spread out talent? Uh, no. It's at 85. It was at 105 once upon the day. I wouldn't do it. No. I wouldn't do it either. I mean, there is lack of parity, but landscapes change often um i mean how bad was alabama for such a long time clemson was nobody for such a long time um and if Dabo leaves they could just as easily fall off so um yeah i don't know it does seem there are the same like kind of consistently the same players at the top but no i wouldn't limit scholarships i just kind of feel like that's how it is and it's going to change so I, so what I would do, and I think someone actually asked this, so I apologize for jumping the gun. What I would do is there are limits on your position coaches. I would say, okay, you have all these coaches, you get three GAs, three quality control coaches, three people working recruiting, and three analysts. So basically you have like, what, what is that? Like a maximum of 12 non-coaching uh, personnel on your staff. That's yeah. what I would do. Um, I think there's a question about that later, but that's how I would do. It. I would say, all right, you get an offensive, defensive, and special teams GA, an offensive, defensive, uh, special teams quality control, offense, defense, special team quality control, and then director of recruiting, assistant director of recruiting, assistant director of recruiting. There's three, and then maybe a director of football operations there. There's just extra staff. Yeah, that's what's fair. That's what I would do. So, all right, uh, Powercat Ryan. There's a lot of complaining about ESPN Plus, 
But what is the alternative? If K-State men's basketball was winning, would there be complaining? Would they be relegate? Would they be relegated to ESPN Plus? Are, would you support a Big Twelve network with a subscription? Lots of things there. Um, would people be complaining about ESPN Plus if we are winning? Yes, people love to complain. True. I have still yet to have a problem with ESPN Plus. I love ESPN Plus. It's fine for me. It's all the, the time. I, it's the best streaming app, and I I only have a, I think you're the same way. I have a Roku. I think you have a Fire Stick. Both, yeah, we have both. Yeah, okay, but I it works better than the Netflix app. It, it's it's great. Um, so, but yes, people will complain. But people will fucking complain when we are on ESPN News. Like that's the alternative. Like p- people say, oh, what what's the alternative? Well, do you remember when they were playing games on ESPN News? Like that, yeah. all the games that were on ESPN News, those are the ones that are on ESPN Plus now. I I don't have an issue with it. And then he said, would you support a Big 12 network with a subscription? That's what ESPN Plus is. Yeah. Like, pe- people try to say, oh, the SEC network, the ACC network. The, like, literally, the only difference is, is you're paying your pay- cable company eight bucks for the Sports Plus tier to get the SEC network. You're paying ESPN directly six bucks for ESPN Plus. And you don't have to – like. The, the SEC network and ACC network, yeah, they, they're like, oh, the great games of the past. Okay, cool, whatever. And like some shitty net, like inside the network conference TV show. I don't care about that. I don't Anyone, either. Like, no, I, I, people who are up in arms about ESPN Plus and not having Big Total Network, they're stupid. I, I have no time for those people. I agree. I think ESPN Plus is fine, and there is already like tons of Big Twelve content on there. Anyways, it's basically the fucking Big Twelve network already, so it's fine. Who cares? Get better internet. I mean, again, I, and I've said this before. I do feel bad for people like my great aunt Berta out in Osborne, Kansas. She her out. She's ninety two or ninety one. Yeah. I'm a bad great grandson, or not uh, grandson nephew. So I feel bad for her. Because uh, she doesn't have internet. Even if she did, I don't know if Osborne has great internet. Uh, so she hasn't been able to watch any of this K-State basketball games, and she misses a football game every year. I feel bad for her. That sucks. If you're under the age of 70, don't complain about ESPN+. Plus. Never had an issue. Okay. The, what'd you say? Sorry. I said I agree. Okay. The Good Chef, Cheese Its or Cheese Nips? Cheese Its. Not even close. Yeah, I love Cheez-Its. Cheez-Nips, I, I wouldn't – I would not – like, if someone put, like, a box of Cheez-Nips in front of me, I would have to be, like, legitimately hungry to eat them. Cheez-Its, yeah. I'm eating the entire box if you don't take it away. Cheez-Its, yeah. I got a fucking family-sized box. I hadn't bought Cheez-Its in so long, and they lasted, like, two days. I just cannot stop eating the – just the original. That's all I need. There are – what are their other, like, if you had to not eat an original Cheez-It, which – I think original is the best by far. It's just a classic, delicious flavor. But if you had to do like a one of their other flavors, what would you do? I used to really fuck with the Tabasco cheeses. That's a good one. That's Uh, a good one. The white cheddar is also pretty good. I think Tabasco is like definitely would be the one I would go to. But you don't need to fuck with the original. No, no, no. I'm all about the original. All right, the good chef Andre Napier ass. Also, it's too bad that Chef Andre Napier is so long. I would like it if he would just go with the good Chef Andre, drop the Napier. That's just me. Uh, better fans to troll, Iowa State or KU? Iowa State. Yeah, without question. 
They get so fucking up in arms. They're even getting more mad now that they're like good at football. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you can't, if you say anything against them, it's like you're insulting like the queen of England. It's, oh, it's great. We, yeah, it is great. Um, I mean, it's partially why we've got so much tension between the two teams is that years it's all of internet. bullying. Yeah. And it's like, they still, you know, they still have done fuck all. Like, <laughs> they haven't won a championship. They finally won nine games, but who gives a shit? It was in a watered-down COVID year. It's meaningless. Yeah, no, I it, I agree. Their, their nine wins comes with a massive asterisk. Um, they, no, it, does, it doesn't count at all. Um, so he also asked the good chef and – I see the good chef over at KC online melting down a little bit. He has a little bit of meltdown in him. He asked, why did, why is football recruiting sucking so hard? Uh, and I think this, so, and, and sorry, I, I, I went over, I breezed past his name. It's creating uh, Caden Crawford. Crawford yeah. He committed to Iowa this past week, the week before Landon Dean committed to Oklahoma state. So uh, that's where all the, uh, the Crawford one is a tough one. That seems yeah, like one sucks. we should have had nailed down. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we can't fucking get these guys on visits. And that's probably K-State's biggest advantage is like once we get – we have to get people on campus because otherwise what the hell are we selling? Um, I don't think – I. But I don't think our recruiting is all that bad. I yeah. mean, I don't. I, I really don't. It's – I've said that if we recruit in the 45 to 55 range, we can play for big 12 championships. Yeah. I, 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 that's still like, I don't think it's that bad. We've got, I don't know. Like it could be better obviously, but we just came off a fucking four and six horrible COVID season losing six straight. And we can't have anyone on campus. And it's just like, I mean, yeah, we're not lighting it up. What do you expect? Yeah, like, yes, but I guess I, I just don't think that losing Landon Dean and Caden uh, Crawford is enough to send people over the fucking edge like it did. Like, Casey yeah. online message boards and message boards in general, when he went, when, and we're going to have more questions about it, but when he went to Iowa, which is, I mean, here's the thing. He went to the Big Ten, like, he went to a good Big Ten school, a school that – that recruits at the top end of the big 10 it sucks like i'm not trying to say it doesn't suck but guys like people were acting (laughs) like the entire roster just up and left like and 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 it's frustrating i know taylor bratt has to be fucking pissed off because he does all this stuff especially with kansas kids and they recruited caden crawford super hard and and they couldn't get over the finish line i bet that is eating up taylor bratt and i know it's like pissing off a bunch of fans but i don't think i don't think our recruiting sites we were 45 uh last year two years ago this past year we were at 55 with some of the best recruiting wins that we've gotten like i think people just need to take a step away from the ledge just a little bit just a little i completely agree no i think you summed that up nicely and it's like we can yeah, losing Caden Crawford sucks. It's mainly just because he's a Kansas kid. It's like we can go get a player that's as good, if not better, than Caden Crawford somewhere else. And we've proven that we can do that, and we've got pipelines to different states now. And I just – I agree. I don't think it's, like, worth hitting the panic button. It's a bad look. That's all it is. Um, 
but shit, we go again. Yeah, I. All I'm you got to do. I mean, I'm not willing to melt down over it yet. Check in with check in with me in ten months, and we'll see. But yeah. I'm I'm not there yet. Uh, e uh, PC Riley asked, "Admit summer is better than winter, you cowards." Know why I'm not going to do it? It's going to hit fifty today and tomorrow. It's going to get into the fifties. Yeah. Um, it's I'll not going to drop. It's not going to drop down to seventy in the middle of August. <laughs> Although we had a decent summer, um, it was fairly mild, but I still like. I'm fucking over the cold. Definitely, I'm ready for it to warm up. But there's never a time, and I'm like, even when it gets p- past eighty-five degrees with the humidity that we have here, it's like, it's unlivable. I cannot. I can't take one day of that shit. It's horrible. It's uncomfortable everywhere you go. At least, like, I can add on layers. I can bundle up. And it's very, like, what, we had a two-week stretch, a 10-day stretch of, like, negative, crazy weather. But it hasn't been that cold. It's been a fairly mild winter, so. Yeah, I mean, it, we had, yeah, you're right, 10 days where it was just absolute crap. But, again, it's going to be, like, in the 50s this week. You I'm don't excited. go You don't go, like, in July at, like, 95 degrees and above with a hell, hell of humidity, and then all of a sudden, oh, down to 70. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're, you're getting pumped when the high is like 88. Exactly. And even then, like the humidity level makes it feel just horrendous. Like yeah. you're underwater. So I I'm still, not, you know, I, there's Stay one, strong. I mean, the one thing I do like about summer is just like the, if I have the option, like I can go outside, but it's like, rarely do I want to yeah. rarely no. because it's so fucking hot. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kalen Bowler asks, well, I see a K-State con- uh, team in football or basketball that is truly competing for the Big 12 championship in my remaining two years of school. Mm. It depends on how liberally we want to use the word truly competing. Uh, Skylar Thompson, when, when he got knocked out, if he doesn't get knocked out of that Texas Tech game, I think we are competing uh, to find a way, a backdoor way into Arlington. Um, I don't, I think we probably go six and three in the big 12, which wasn't good enough, but it would have given you like a tie for third place. I mean, is that competing for a big 12 championship? 100%. Then yes. I, I think you're this playing, year you're playing important games in November. That's what matters. Yeah. Then and I, then I think yes. And then, and we already were, we still were like with how fucking bad we were in that run of games, like, <sighs> I mean, we played ourselves out of it, but like, I mean, hell you beat Oklahoma state. That in, changes everything. We had it in, we controlled our own destiny. Like late in, we controlled our own destiny in November. That's all you can ask for. And shit. I mean, say we just plugs, just plug Skyler in. I think we beat Oklahoma state at home. We definitely, I mean, we don't fucking beat Iowa state. They blitzed beat us. Baylor. We'll beat Baylor. I can't even remember. We don't beat Texas. So we lose to Texas. We lose to Iowa State. Who the fuck else do we play? West Virginia. We West lost Virginia. We, it's a different game. I don't say it's we win. It's a totally different game. It's totally a totally different, different game. game, though. Like, come on. The, that opens so much more up for our offense. And it's like, they were better than us defensively. We were shits. But, like, we just – every time we got the ball, we just give it right back. So it's like, yeah, it's totally different. It opens everything up. I don't know. I mean, of course. It's – of course. And you're already – I mean, we get to four and zero, no doubt. We were four and zero. When did he get? When did he go out? It was two and zero. Yeah. So two and zero in the conference. 
then you beat TCU, and then it was the West Virginia game. No, was it West Virginia, then KU, or was it KU, then West Virginia? We were 4-0. So, yeah. So we were 4-0, and two of those games were Will at TCU oh and KU. And it's like – Fuck we, that Texas, that guy. I know, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, shit, who knows? Yeah, It's totally I mean, different with a senior quarterback that's yes. like knows but, what the fuck he's doing and can pass the ball to But to the question – but to the question, yes, we will we will be in the mix in November yeah. next year. Oh, yes. but man, that start to the schedule though. That's true. It's brutal. <laughs> maybe. Kalen, maybe. That's what I'm gonna say. Maybe. Not in basketball though. <laughs> no, we're winning it in 2023. That's right. Okay, so uh, maybe but, but, yeah, your senior year of basketball, we're winning. Spread out, time. maybe spread out your classes a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> go to school next year just in case all right cfb ken bone asks has there been any upgrades to the k-state uh, football recruiting it was mentioned that they wanted to give recruiting more attention and money but never heard of any changes there recruiting the ksu uh, is hard and we can be better but you can't lose the top kansas recruit to iowa and then how does k-state's recruiting budget compare to competitors in the area there is a good place to apply that extra money from playing in Dallas. So a couple questions. Have they improved recruiting? If you're just saying, are, are they better at recruiting? Yes. Um, they talked about wanting to give more attention via money. Well, you got, uh, you know, Chuck Lilly is there helping out Brat. Hank Jacobs is doing a little bit. So, I mean, I, I, you're getting a little bit of help. Um, probably not as much as Coach Kleiman wants. I'd imagine Co- Coach Kleiman would like a little bit more. Then we already talked about losing one of the top kids to Iowa. I mean, oh God, like you want you you want to win it. I don't want to take any of the sting away because that sucks. But again, what, I mean, what are kids in Kansas supposed to think? Like, and it's not like he grew up at K State. I'm pretty sure he grew up in a KU household. Yes, he has family connections to K State. Yeah. Like I think through his uncle and cousins and that type of stuff, but he didn't grow up a K-State fan and you still have to overcome the stigma that is K-State. It's still not a sexy place to play. You still have to create, you, you have to build a new brand that makes it cool to go to K-State. And also, I mean, I just feel like people, I don't know if this is fatigue or, I mean, definitely fatigue, but people are forgetting that COVID exists. Like it's, it's put us at an, e- an even bigger disadvantage in pretty much every way. And, and as far as money goes, like we're bottom, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. make money. Like we're fucking, we make the least amount of money. Um, it's definitely locally, but I mean, across the board, across the country, it's just gonna, it hurts where it hurts the most is it hurts, you know, Chris Kleiman's goal and vision of locking down that border and locking down this, the perimeter that he talked about, I don't know, what did he say? Six hours locking down the state that hurts, but it doesn't fucking sink our ship at this point. Um, I don't know. Like I said, you just got to fucking go again, put your head down and go again. I mean, we haven't really made it much more of an attractive place since season one, you know, uh, Last year didn't help us in any way, and we can't like we like we can't fucking bring kids to the campus, and that's been reiterated so many times by Taylor Bratt how important it is to get kids on campus because it's just a game changer. And if we can't do that, then how is it going to be any? I mean, how are we going to be better? We're not. Yeah. We're already, it's already hard enough. 
No, it, it's hard enough. They're doing it with a small staff. They're doing it with a smaller budget. It, they have a lot of stuff to overcome. They need to start overcoming. And here, here's the thing. I, if all of a sudden, if they end up, you know, with a crappy recruiting class this year, even with COVID, that's going to be frustrating. And it's going to be tough to swallow. And if the team goes five and seven next year, everything gets tougher to swallow. And I don't think we probably would be uh, as, def I don't even know if defensive is the right word, maybe not as bullish, but I mean, it, it is tough, but also to CFB Ken Bone, the money we're, we're getting for going down, playing that game in Arlington, the athletic department's operating at a massive loss this year. So as much as we'd like to take that money and just give it to, you know, re adding recruiting staffers and at, adding to the recruiting budget. Fact of the matter is they're going to have to battle like hell to kind of get out of this financial hole that COVID gave to K-State because the donor class isn't big enough to overcome that at K-State. No, it's not. There's like four dudes. It's not big and <laughs> big enough to overcome it because at the end of the day, the athletic department is not one that is operating like cool with taking losses. You can, you can argue the merits of athletic departments operating in the red versus the black. That's a different conversation. But since K-State is a athletic department, that's not taking money from the school, they actually give money back to the school. And they're one that says, we're not going to operate at a loss. There's not a lot of avenues to go. Yeah, you're right. Well, said. right. Uh, Harrier cat. Have we been uh, underestimating the value of the Big Ten network and how that brings uh, Big Ten recruiting? No. No. It has nothing to do with the Big Ten network. They make a lot of TV revenue, but they would have that whether they went to ESPN Plus or not. Their tier one and tier two rights are just as high as the SEC. People go to Big Ten schools. It has nothing to do with the, with, uh, the Big Ten network. Kids grow up dreaming of playing the big 10 the big 10 is sexier than every conference except for the sec and, pro and honestly depending on where you live it's sexier than the sec yeah it's cool to play in the big 10 they have historic rivalries i mean i get it i get why kids want to play in the big 10 but k-state coaches they do need to do better i'm not trying to explain it all away but i mean there's some stuff you're not gonna we're never gonna be in the big 10 so you have to find ways to start beating Iowa and start beating Nebraska for kids. You got to figure it out, but I'm not going to kill myself over it. I, don't know. I agree. I think it's still too early. I mean, we were set back. I mean, we, COVID set everything back. I, I think that people forget that. Um, just like from top to bottom in the program, we, we haven't had a, it, it delayed any sense of like building a program building. Um, so Next year, start winning games, get back on track. I hope so. Still sucks. Again, I, I have a feeling people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, you guys think losing Crawford isn't a big deal? No, it still sucks. I'm just not going to melt down over it. Not yet. Not willing to melt down yet. Hashtag no meltdowns yet. They'll come. I'm capable of melting down. Don't you worry. SLK, uh, what are the last two to three shows you binge so hard you missed sleep for it? Missed sleep. Shit. It's been um, years, years since I've actually missed sleep to binge shows. It hasn't been that long for me. Uh, I just, fuck. I was just binging Catastrophe again. I binged Ted Lasso, but that was like during the day. 
I binged. I hear that's just amazing. I still haven't seen it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I binged Yellowstone pretty hard, but I I have like a pretty strict don't start an episode of TV after 8.30 rule. That's a good move. That's really smart. That's fucking smart. So, um, so Yellowstone was one for me. Um, honestly, it probably was like when I – it was probably Game of Thrones the first time. I've went gone through it twice. I think The time. Boys for me was re- recently watching The Boys. I stayed up a little too late. I'm trying to think. I know there was one in between, but – I also recently binged uh, Men in the High Castle man the high castle that was pretty good i think i'm gonna start uh the americans i hear that's really good too yeah it looks pretty good so maybe that one tonight (laughs) derek Licky, what has been your favorite podcast record and what is your least favorite Um, i'm gonna i think we've said this on air i'm i'm guessing he doesn't listen to this show so it's okay low-key one of my least favorite episodes we ever recorded was the one with david allen i agree (laughs) <laughs> that, that one wasn't a lot of fun it was like it wasn't it just wasn't that fun and it was like really fucking hot out we were sitting like directly in the sun outside yeah that was brutal uh, uh least favorites i don't know the one after the, Iowa State obviously we had a lot of good ones. the one after the iowa state game really sucked this year did we even talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I think we spent most of the time making fun of Tim Brando. I think we blew by that pretty hard. If, if, I, recall, if I recall, we blew by Iowa State, like, hardcore. It still was depressing, like, even to, like, log on Zoom. God, what are some, what are some bad ones? <laughs> um, I don't know. We've got a lot of good ones, though. That I really enjoyed. Anytime we talk to like a, any, almost anytime we have a guest on, I enjoy it. Low key, thought Jesse Ertz was one of my favorite ones. Jesse Ertz great. one was amazing. The first one, yeah. Now was, he doesn't want anything to do with us. Now he's like, fuck those guys. Stop texting me. <laughs> yeah, he hates. Us. I don't blame him. I don't blame I, him. I do love Jesse. Those were. Um, that was a good one. Uh, I was you weren't here for Reisner. I enjoyed that one, which also had Jesse. Uh, I'm trying to think of bad ones, ones I didn't like. There's some that I don't dislike, but it's just like, oh man, we really nailed it, and that one just wasn't good <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's hard to think of the bad ones, but I know there's like a ton of them. <laughs> Just like ones, I don't know. There's a lot of unremarkable ones. I'll say that where it's just like, you know, we're just doing like game reviews that, and, and like especially ones that are like we've lost like two or three games in a row, and you can tell we're losing steam. Those ones are the worst. When it's just like, God damn it, we gotta fucking talk about this again. We suck now. Shit, probably like every episode of the last year and a half or last nine months has been kind of mailed in. I'm not going to lie. My Tougher. heart was not in it for some of the ones this offseason when I thought we weren't going to get a football season. I was getting kind of depressed for a while. Oh, yeah. This was – offseason is always impossible. It's always so hard. Anyways. So, it, I don't know. What's harder, the offseason or in-season when you lose every game? I mean, offseason when we're, like, trying to struggle to come up with, like, a show idea. Yeah, that's hard. 
so, like sometimes the creativity just doesn't there. Know something I re-listened to this past week that was pretty good was the history of Bosco the dog. That episode actually was really good. Granted, we like just read a bunch of notes from Will, but yeah. that I, I I like that. We might have to just do a rebroadcast of that this off season. I'd be down. So okay on the show do a campaign for Bosco. Oh, he wants no part of that. I I I, I, I know, he definitely yeah, does not. I he, he wants that. no part of that. I I'm not gonna say what I was going to, but he wants no part of that. All right. SF Wildcats one, what's your favorite building on K State's campus? Uh I really liked the union and the library when I was there. Hey I love the library i mean love just being the library i love uh i can't fucking remember any <laughs> um there's a lot of cool old buildings though that like i haven't been inside but just like i like the look of them nichols uh, was cool nichols is obviously cool yeah that's like very old isn't it it's tiny well, i mean it was the original basketball stadium oh yeah okay i know what you're talking about now i'm thinking maybe i was thinking cal i mean no, you're thinking of Nichols, but like the original gym was in there. That's nuts. Before Aaron, yeah. So, Aaron's a fucking dump. I don't know why everyone loves that place so much. It is a dump. I had a few classes in there, and it was like this fucking blows. It's yeah. hot as hell, and there's no fucking air conditioning. It's terrible. Gross. All right, uh, SF Wildcats one. What are your thoughts on K State uh, baseball this year? Jordan Wicks, good pitcher. Um, and after two games, everyone else is kind of mediocre at best. But again, it's only two games in. I think they'll have an okay season. I think that uh, some baseball writers think we're going to be on the bubble. So we'll see. I would like that. What's the last thing you bought on Amazon? SF Wildcats won. Uh, I don't know. Let me look. For me, like, it was a it was like a metal fish spatula. Oh. I wasn't cooking sp- uh, fish, but I I don't have like a good spatula like actual flipping spatula so uh i mean i have 100 it's gonna be some baby shit but uh the last thing i personally bought fuck i don't know maybe these wedding maybe these, these rings uh i don't know i can't get it on amazon for some reason so that's good well you think about that and i'm gonna give another shout out to our great sponsors bet online i love bet online so much uh literally what do you want to gamble on you can do it soccer baseball baseball is coming up i'm getting excited there's probably college baseball on there ncaa tournament if you want to be doing fun stuff during the ncaa tournament now is the time to build that bankroll up over at bet online use promo code armchair for your bonus also ebay sneak.com slash sneakers if you send us a receipt of your sneakers you'll be entered into a drawing for one of four one of one custom nike air force ones with our partnership with armchair that's right you send me a receipt of your purchase of ebay.com slash sneakers you're entered in to win a pair of those guys i'm buying my next pair there you should too everything is 100 guaranteed and authenticity checked it's authentic get over there dead stock or brand new releases get over there today did you find what you yeah bought? it was these silicone wedding rings i need to buy some more shit <laughs> i mean, need to hit up my wish list okay there you go power ryan he's he has a couple 
Uh, have I completely stopped caring about, or I've completely stopped caring about men's basketball this season so much that I haven't watched a single second uh, of either Sunflower Showdowns. Is that my fault or K-State men's basketball? I don't think it's your fault. If they're not, if you're not entertained by it, if you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. So I guess in theory, that's K-State's fault. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I know people go like, get boners about people being like hardcore fans and like fanhood sticking through the sticking with the team you know when when they're down but it's like you're an adult the one of the worst things in the world is watching a fucking sports game and a sports team where you're not invested and it's just like or where not where you're not invested but where you're just like your heart's not in it you know if it's not entertaining to you if it's a bad product don't watch it i totally agree which is funny because I just watched an awful Arsenal game that was like a total waste of 90 minutes. I knew what was going to happen, but, you know, there we go. Powercat Ryan also asked, why is Coach Kleiman and his staff having such a hard time walking down the state? Well, it's probably because it's tough to lock down any state. Like, no one locks – like, there are five yeah. programs in the world that lock down their state. LSU is all I can think yeah. of, really. I'm Nebraska's sure I'll, pretty good, yeah. good about it. Yeah, so Iowa seems to be pretty goddamn good about it. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. It's tough when uh, you're in a state where, you know, you grow up. You could be a K State fan, a KU fan, depending on where you are in the state. Oklahoma or Nebraska fan. It's it's tough. It, it is tough to do, and uh, they're struggling with it because you know they haven't made K State a destination program. Can they ever make K State a destination program? I don't know. Bill Snyder never did. So can Coach Kleiman do it? I don't know. Um, every coach says they need to lock down their state or lock down their recruiting area. Yeah. Um, so it's not like he said anything special. But, I mean, there's no one reason. If there's one reason, they would they'd fix it. But, honestly, part of it's probably Kansas is getting better at, like, better high school kids. I mean, yeah, they are getting better. The 20 uh, – 20 class was good. The 2022 class is very good. The 23 class is going to be great. I mean, because they basically, they got like six of the top 10 in 2021. Just wasn't as good of a year. So Yeah. We'll be fine, everyone. Relax. Or we won't. Or we'll just get worse and worse. And that'll be a wrap on the old Wildcats. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, KSU Railroader, how many points would Michael Beasley's team have beaten this KU team by at home? their house or Africa ready for a hot take. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I think that every single team starting from Jim Wooldridge's last team to even last year's K-State uh, team, you know, last place in the big 12 team, every single one of those teams, including last year would have swept this year's KU team. Swept. That is hot. That is a hot take. I don't maybe, know about swept. Maybe not last year's team, but come on, come on. Come on. Even last like, year's team, we almost beat KU at home. Yeah. So maybe they do sweep this year's KU team. But like legitimately, I think every single one of, I think all the years that Bruce went to the NCAA tournament, all of those teams would have swept this KU team. Every single Frank team would have swept this KU team. The Bob Huggins team would have beat this KU team. And Jim Wooldridge's last year, K State, he beat KU once. So he would have swept this KU team. This KU team is. Horrible. They suck, and they still beat us by, like, a combined 70. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're very bad. We are. That's okay. We're getting better. They just beat TCU. It was a fun game. All right. 
Alyssa <laughs> Steinlein, he asked, should Britney be freed? Haven't watched the Britney documentary on Hulu, but I hear it just makes you sick and feel bad for Britney Spears. I think Britney Spears probably has been screwed over quite a bit. Yeah, she's a female pop star. God. Of course she has. Of course she has. Um, I, was listening to Britney, just... I was listening to Britney yesterday morning, driving on the highway, hungover as hell. She, man, she's got bangers. I love I, Britney Spears. Here's another hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take. It is a hot take. Britney Spears is the single greatest female pop star ever. There. Okay. That's there. hot. Hashtag Scott Hotcakes. Okay, uh, Chef Andre Napier, how does losing uh, the strength and conditioning coach Dawson affect the team short and long-term? Short-term, it sucks timing. This is a bad time to lose it. Long-term, I don't know. I'm not going to – I'm not – I don't have a hot take about strength and conditioning. Coaches. Are we wrapping up our boy Yancey? Is he coming into Manhattan hmm. or no? no? No. I don't think so. I no don't hires. think so. It, yeah. I – Yeah. If, if who I've been told is going to be the strength and conditioning coach, there's going to be meltdowns. I posted a name on the K-State online boards. Uh, people melted down. I don't think it's a done deal, but I think people are going to melt down pretty hard. So there's a free ad for K-State online. If you want to see who I said it is, go to K-State online. Old man Rogers, if Bruce is canned this season, he's not going to. Does he hang it up for good or does he attempt to raise up and uh, – Oh, rise up and tear down one more program before he retires. Shit. Shit, old man Rogers. Uh, no, whenever he's done at K-State, he's going to retire. But he's not done, so. Yeah, he's he's not done. He'll be back, and he's going to rise gonna, up this program one more time. He's going to win one more Big 12 title, and I'm going to say that until he's gone. Uh, he lives in Houston. Will you take winter back, please? Man, I feel bad for the people down in Texas. My friend Dylan was without power. My cousin Caroline was out without power. I was lost power for like two hours. I don't know how you guys are doing it for multiple days. So, That'd sorry. Horrendous. KSU Road Roader. He's the one who said, uh, should the NCAA cap the number of analysts a school can have? Yes. Yeah, I, li- I think that's smart. Uh, and then he says, if not, should they have a salary cap for coaches? No. No salary cap for coaches, but they should have a set number of analysts, GAs, and all that type of stuff. Agreed. There we go. Evan D. Shanalanilak comes in hard in the paint. Um, we're going to do one more for Casey Railroader, and then we have the Evan D. Shanalanilak show. Uh, if you want, if you were tasked with setting the over-under on how far into the first game before we get the first fire Messingham tweet, uh, where would you set it at for football season? I would bet that there's a fire Messingham tweet. One. With, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be the first one. drive. It's going to be easily first, first easily in the Stanford game. That's, I mean, yeah, that'll I'd be bet, a competitive game. I'd so. bet my life on it. Yeah, I'd I bet my life on it. So, okay. So now this is all Evan D. Shanelanelak. You get the golden dog bone for most questions for this one. So, Evan. Assume no one, no unwanted uh, attrition over the next three years. Uh, if can this team get back to the tournament or finish top four in the Big Twelve by the 2022-2023 season? Yes, I think they can. But he asked, "Is it worth switching coaches?" Or oh, he asked if they can do that. Is it worth switching coaches right now? Uh, so would it be worth it to you? So let's throw out the fact that Bruce is back. Would it be worth it to Ben Bruce 
if and take I, a chance and take a chance versus keep Bruce and being the top four of the Big Twelve essentially. Yeah, is that what he's it, saying? For, yeah, in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, so not next season, but the next two, top four. Yes, I think it is worth it. To yeah, because yeah. I, uh, gosh, <laughs> actually I don't know. I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes, but I'm not. I'm not convicted in that, but I'm saying yes. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to remove myself from the from reality. Uh, if I could do that, well, fuck. If that means keeping everyone together, then yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But I'm not convicted. That was a good question, Evan. I'm also not super convicted. Um, it just feels like uh, it can't get much worse than this, though. It's like who should we hire? Like who would we even hire, though? I don't know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We'll just stick with yes. Yeah, I don't think we're going to. Say Bruce stays, and within the next three years, we've got another Elite Eight and Big 12 title. Are we destined to be back in the cellar after Nigel and Davion graduate? I would fucking hope not. (laughs) But here's the thing. I would take it. I would take it right now. Another Elite Eight and a Big 12 title. I would take it. I would take it without hesitation. You're insane if you don't. I mean, you're insane if you don't. It's very obvious. Can we get a fucking final four for crying out loud? Eight, eight, eight straight, nine straight losses in the Elite Eight? That's yeah, something sickening. like that. Oh, that sucks. Okay, Evan D. Shanelainalak asks, hypothetically, if you switch the recruiting classes 2019-2020, so Pac, Shelton, Bradford, et cetera, are on Xavier Sneed's senior team. Uh, excuse me, the Gordons, Monty or the freshman this year, do you think that it would have changed how the last two years went? Would they pretty much be the same? That is an amazing question. That is an amazing question. That is an amazing question. I think we are slightly better last year. I'm thinking like seven and nine or seven and 11 in the big 12, maybe eight and 10 in the big 12, maybe an NIT team. I think we're, Yeah. I don't know, man. We could go 500 in the Big 12 maybe last year. That team wasn't that fucking bad last year. That was they were so close. frustrating. They were close. It's like they like, mailed it in. They mailed it in. They mailed it in for sure. Yeah, they mailed it in for sure. Um, that's a great question. That's I mean, maybe the best we're, question. We're certainly better last year, and I mean we're probably better this year. Obviously, we have yeah. a group of sophomores that are experienced. Yeah, that'd be – I don't know how much better we are this I think year. I think we'd be slightly better both years. I think maybe three or four games better each year. I still – I don't think we're a tournament team this year if you switch it, but – Fuck no. Much – I would put – I would – if I had to bet, I'd think we'd be a, more likely to be a tournament team last year. Yes. I mean, we'd still yeah, suck yeah. dick this year. <laughs> but maybe. Eh, no, probably. All right. A KCU football freshman makes a Deuce Vaughn size impact next year. Who would it be? Hmm. Freshman. Yeah, true freshman. I would say uh, Hawkins or RJ Garcia. Or no, yeah, Hawkins or RJ Garcia. One of the wide. I would say RJ Garcia. Yeah, that's. Hawkins is on campus. Hawkins is on campus. That's all. They are going to have the biggest opportunity to make a splash. 
That would yeah. be fucking enormous. If we could have a wide receiver contributing with a Deuce Vaughn size splash, look out. Because we'll still have Deuce Vaughn in the backfield. I mean, we'd win, we'd win the Big 12. We'd win the Big 12. We would, like, if we had a, a just any semblance of a passing game last year, things would be different. I mean, a Deuce, that's a freshman All American level. Yeah. Like, that's, if it's one of those wide receivers, watch out. I agree. Okay, that and then he says, happening, though. to clarify, the Deuce Vaughn impact, not the size of Deuce Vaughn. Well, we picked that up. Pick any football or men's basketball game you, uh, you've you been to, and you'd be fine experiencing, again, the temperatures we've had this last week. Football, obviously, outside. Uh, if it's basketball, assume you have to wait outside for, a, like, all day like you had to for a KU game before. So basically, is, is there a two game games that, you want to two games you want to relive? Yeah, but you'd have to like deal with like that negative seven bullshit. Is there any game that you would do that for? That's too cold. That's too cold. Probably not. Like, like you'd you'd be in like physical like danger. I'd be sick. Yeah, you'd die. Four <laughs> hours. Four hours uh, outside. Uh, fuck, man. I'm trying to think. Well. There's uh, not a football game I would sit through for that, and there's not a fucking actually. Game. So, I would waiting in line all day in negative. No, I would at least attempt it. I might tap out, but I'd attempt it to experience the '98 Nebraska game being a little bit older. Um, that would be elite. And then the basketball game because it's ones you would be experiencing again. Would you try to find your way to Bill to get him as many? No messages and advice as possible to nope. fucking close out the AM game. No, I don't want to mess with the wormhole. No, not not trying to do that. Um, and then already, you being there already is fucking something up. So yeah, might probably. As well go for it. <laughs> true, true. Basketball, I would at least attempt to stay outside for four hours to relive the our freshman year of college KU game. I would want to relive. I was at the game. I mean, I was at the Beasley. Win. yeah see i wasn't at that one but like man it's just like father times i don't fucking i barely remember the game like it just seems like such a a blur to me but that was incredible obviously i really 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 enjoyed barry brown's senior year beating ku with the cardi dunk that was a fucking amazing well, game and i really I, that, that was amazing i'm not going to take anything away from that but man the the Oklahoma game where you clinch the Big Twelve at home, the Dean that Wade was, dunk. That was he, really that's yeah. If you go back, do you tell, tell Dean to lay it Dean, up? Lay it fucking, up. <laughs> chill out. We're gonna win anyways. Probably we were up by like thirty in the front. That was a really fun game because we we looked like shit. I I kind of like rewatched that recently. We looked like shit for the first ten minutes, and then we just blew their fucking doors off, and everyone was just like ah sigh of relief. I remember being in kites. I think. Before the game, just like praying for Iowa State to beat Texas Tech so we could maybe clinch it. But we did. We won it. It was a good time. That was a good day. All right. Last two for Coven Shan- Evan D. Shanelanelak. Actually, it's like the same question. Obviously, inconsistent recruiting has a lot to do with the current basketball size. But do you think this team looks much different with a normal offseason with a trip to Europe? Uh, do you think this roster and a different coach going into the COVID year uh, have the same floor and ceiling? So the first part, does it look much different? 
Much different, no, but I think if you have a full non-con, everything building up to Big 12 play, I think you're probably still one of the bottom three, but maybe you get six wins instead of maybe two or three. Yeah, I agree. I can't I can't really disagree with that. I mean, and then if you have a full non-con, though, maybe you get things rolling with, with all the practice, the European trip. Maybe you cobble together something non-con-wise that allows you to maybe be on the NIT bubble. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, do you think if this roster had a different coach going into this this COVID season, would the floor and ceiling be much different? I mean, yes. I don't know who would get better out of this team. But again, as much like positivity we had around Bruce, like he still wasn't able to find the secret sauce this season. Yeah. I'm sure a different coach might have been able to. Definitely. Um, I don't think we would have been much better, though. No, I mean, again, I think six, six and what, uh, 12, six and 12 would have been the absolute ceiling for the team, I think. I, yeah, I would agree with that. I think we'd probably be better than, uh, what, two and 13. So we are right now, two and 12, because we, or we two lost and 13 in a row. But there's a non con in there. That's true. AM. Fuck, how did we lose that game? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't talk about it. <sighs> so oh, well. But that, that's it. That's our February Q&A show. Um, we love you guys. I'm glad Grant was back for this one. Um, good questions. Good questions. I'm sure some people won't like how, we, how we're reacting to some of it. But, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting less meltdowny in my old age. If we had this podcast when – you know, we were 22. I probably would have been burning it down multiple times this week, but just don't have it in me anymore to melt down like crazy. But all the parody people who can. I'm not, if I told you not to melt down, I take it back because you know what? Do whatever you want. I would like to burn it down. Like, I want Bruce to be gone. I want a new basketball coach. No, that, but the reality is that's not happening. So, like, just fucking deal with it and hope that he can do what he's done in the past and turn it around. Or he don't might have another again, run in him. But again, I'm I'm trying my best not to tell people what to do because I hate it when people tell me what to do. So Fair you enough. can, I mean, whatever. I just well, I'm not, but man, I just look back to how I used to be and just so hateful. It was like exhausting, the constant anger at like just hating Bruce. It was it's fucking exhausting. All right, here not here's the it. final question. Final question of the Q and A, and then you'll do your catchphrase. Do you think? you would be like burn it down the way you used to be if you never met him. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I would not be still like screaming to burn it down. I think that obviously like it makes it easier when you meet somebody in person, but we had already come off of that. I think anyways, you know? Yes. But, but again, I, th- I would be a lot more, vocal and bullish probably if i never like yeah, got to hang out with him yeah that's fair it's hard to say i don't know i don't know probably i, know. Okay, I mean well, human nature dictates yes probably like i would not because it's like now or if he was a yeah, dick yeah. to us if he was oh. a dick then it'd be like get him the fuck out of here <laughs> we would be hiring planes to fly over manhattan if if Chris Kleiman has like a if he goes like three and nine this season, sorry man, you scared me. I want a nicer yeah. head. 
People think we're married to Chris Kleiman too, but it's like that's what's funny. I know it's it's only been two seasons, and we just had a COVID a season completely ripped apart by a pandemic. I I don't understand how people are so angry, but look, I get it. We want to be better, but it's gonna take time. Yeah. Bill it took Bill five years to get anything out of this fucking school, and we were much worse. But who's who knows? I pray we can do it. We all hope the best for Bruce Weber and Chris Kleiman. Meet me at the cat. Podcast Network.